Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the shift with Tez and Katie. Two generations, two points of view coming at you. It's the shift. Stand by. So anyway, here we are. Hey, let's just start, guys, because you know they, sometimes these conversations they just take off from the get-go. So welcome back to the shift, everybody. Des and Katie here. Katie, you want to introduce Jack, actually? Yeah, uh, this is Jack Comstock. He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> wow, good. Thank you. <laughs> You've actually, uh, Jack's actually been to Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Very, very beautiful landscape. Yeah, he, he <laughs> took a picture of his iris in my field. Yeah. So. Oh, in, in your field, in, in Longford. <laughs> yeah. In Longford, I took yeah. a picture of my iris in Longford. I took one in the, in the town, everywhere. I was taking pictures of my ass everywhere, acting like uh, we had to poop outside. Now we can talk about we can we can talk about whatever, but just to tee it up for the listeners, Katie. Yes. Katie and Jack actually just quickly tee up the the main theme of this conversation so they know what they're in for. So uh, basically, I asked Jack to come on because his father uh, was a sperm donor, and Jack found out via the sperm children of, <laughs> years later. One of the most successful sperm donors. <laughs> oh, wonderful! So before we get into the story, before we get into the story, Jack, this came up as a oh, this came up on my other podcast, right? Katie, wasn't that it? Yeah. And I'm actually, yeah. I'm not going to say too much about it, but I am actually writing a, um, I'm writing like a comedy drama thing with a with a lesbian comedian. And it, it's all to do with like sperm donors. I won't say too much, but oh. I, I've been thinking about this a lot. So when it came up on the Des Bishop podcast, it actually came up randomly with yeah. a couple of other comics. It wasn't a plan for us to talk about it. And then Katie was like, oh, my God, we have to talk to Jack because <laughs> I had I had stumbled upon this article about a guy that's had like 20 people show up into his life. You know, basically, right. uh, they're all his 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 children. But anyway, tell us about your story. Um. So, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of it's crazy how it just pops up. And it's not something I think uh, it, from the 80s anyone thought was going to be possible. So, uh, so, so your dad was donating sperm in the 80s? Yeah, before I was born. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it went, so how I found out about it was I was just uh, I got a random Facebook message from someone one day, like out of the blue. And they were just like, hey, are you Joe Comstock's son? Because if you are, I'm your sister. And. I was like, wow, like, you know, these bots are crazy. Like, what does what this bot want from me? Like, I'm assuming it's a Russian, 
a Russian uh, pirate trying to steal all 10 of my dollars or something. So, but like the picture on the Facebook page looked just like a combination of my dad and my sister. Like it looked like they went through my Facebook and like found two pictures of my family members and spliced them together in an app and then made my dad, my dad's sister. Wow. And, and how uh, old were you at this stage, by the way? This is two years ago. This oh, only like two years ago. This is a year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah, this is like still happening. And, you know, I still have found out up until a few months, I bet like six months ago, I found out about someone added a name or something like that. Um, I've met them and stuff. So it, it's, added, <laughs> it's added a lot. So, so what happened? So you see this picture and then you're... Okay, so yeah. So it was so crazy that I even sent the picture to my family, group chat. Like, look at this. But look what they did to this picture of dad in Georgia. This is crazy. <laughs> it looks just like him. And my mom's like, who is that? And my dad's like, it's no one. It's just a robot. Me and my sister are laughing. But then after a couple of days, I like message it back. I was like, yo, how did you make this picture? What app made this picture? I have to know. And they're like, and then I had like 50 messages like, no, no, no. My mom got a sperm donation in the eighties. Uh, your dad was the donor. And I was like, she, she sent a picture of her brother and I was like, okay, how'd you get another picture of my dad? It was so, it looked more like my dad than anyone in my whole family has ever looked like. It was crazy. That's, that's crazy. I mean, there's, there's like, no other word to describe. It. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm on my way to work. I get these messages. So I text my dad. I'm like, sorry, I'm moving my camera around a lot. That's fine. Coffee. Um, I text my dad. I was like, yo, dad. So did you, donate a bunch of sperm in the 80s <laughs> he's like yeah i'm like what i so what is this are these people he goes yeah i was like what oh, so he knew he knew straight away when you yeah. sent the picture yeah yeah he knew because i guess they had contacted him they had oh contacted right so the, the shock he didn't get he didn't find out from your picture he knew already but just didn't say right anything. he knew already but didn't say anything because he was afraid <laughs> of yeah. what my mom was gonna do <laughs> uh, he they he wasn't was, gonna buy the sperm donation story <laughs> right, right right yeah yeah and it's like you know it's because 23 and me right they did 23 and yeah me. so i was gonna and ask that can, next yeah you can check a box that says like if there's a blood relative they can find you you can if you don't check it they can't you, they can't see you show up but and, you know, people are like, he had to have known. But I think my dad, there's, I know, I've known my dad for about 30 years now. And <laughs> there is no fucking way that he thought that far ahead that when he was, that he thought that this could happen. Like, even when he did 23andMe, I don't think for a second he thought back to those times he donated sperm and was like, I wonder if someone... Like, there's no way. Well, I don't I, think, you know, I think in the early, you know, it's only coming out like the last sort of four or five years that people are finding their full siblings that were adopted. And, you know, all this stuff is right, happening because right. of 23 and Me and Ancestry. So I think it's very believable that your dad had no idea. Like, did you ask him, did you do 23 and Me privately thinking that maybe this might happen? Did you ask him that? Or he was, uh, wanted to know his I, genetics? I didn't ask him uh, because, you know, I mean... If you knew my dad, if I, so my grandparents, they're just old farm people from Nebraska, small town. Like they, when my grandparents were old and retired, they would just go through and find lineage. They would go through obituaries from years and find like, they would build their own lineage and find 
do 23 and me on their own basically to find out like as far up as they could go using obits and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. i think it's just a thing that they're super fascinated by and so when it happened him and my mom both got it and they i remember going to thanksgiving and like i was visiting back into nebraska and they were like, we did 23 and me. And they were so stoked. My dad's like, I have 0.01% Mongolian. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I have, <laughs> I have under 1% Ashkenazi Jew. Yeah, so my mom is 50% Ashkenazi Jew. Is that right? Yeah, she found out. She called those the smart ones. I don't know if that's a lie, but <laughs> she, is, she is half. <laughs> It'll help you in your comedy career, so that's all. Yeah, she must have known she was. She must have known she was half Ashkenazi. Jewish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, well, she knew she was. She knew her grandpa. Her dad was Jewish, but I don't know if she knew his Ashkenazi or what. I don't even know if she. I didn't know that word before she. Uh, basically, it just so. means like Eastern European Jew. The majority of American Jews are Ashkenazi Jews. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, I had no idea, but I didn't meet <laughs> Jewish people until I moved yeah, to America. I joined the Jewish a, golf club. I've become very up on the the different sects. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Jewish golf club. I, actually, I thought. Um, I thought the what are they called the Jewish people in the Brooklyn? Hasidics. I thought they were Amish people for yeah. ages. I I mean I think everyone who moves to New York who isn't from there is like is that what Amish people are? I've seen them in movies. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, right, you got right. the hat and the haircut, so it's hard to tell. But they are. But oh, so then they hold then, a cell phone. That's how you tell yeah. if it's Hasid or Amish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, remember, well, yeah. They sell the, cameras. Yeah. <laughs> is it puppy puppy mills or cameras? Uh, well, I learned uh, that we, lately. Yeah. The Amish are big into puppy mills. Sorry. Oh, oh another yeah. pandemic fact that I learned. Yeah, it's something because they can sell them and they have nothing to do with technology. It's just nature. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <Imagine. laughs> so what, what happened uh, then when your dad was like, uh, when he was like, oh, yeah, this is, a, this is because I donated sperm. Then... Um, so, well, that's what she had given me the whole spiel and is like, oh, this is my brother. And, you know, I have a couple other, I was stoked about it. I thought it was so cool and interesting. And I was, so it was all positive for you. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I was just like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like this, these people have my dad's face and like, how could we have, they're from like Massachusetts maybe or something like Northeastern. And my dad is from Nebraska and he also, um, I mean, he's been there the whole time, so it's not like he ever went out. So apparently in the 80s, like late 80s, there's like the whole AIDS was like becoming a real scare. And the three main sperm donation locations were like New York, Los Angeles and Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> why, why Omaha? Uh, I think it, we're just like it's one of the biggest cities that's like really just the Midwest. It's not the biggest, but it's like really centralized. It's right on I-80. It's it's. Um, just super centralized so it has like eight hours to denver eight hours to chicago it's pretty close to everything but it's also a, a lot of uh commerce goes through it like trucks and all that stuff so it's just kind of like a space and everyone from the coast came into nebraska like wanted to come to somewhere in this in the midwest because they thought you know it's like safer because there's less gay people or whatever and they're right. <laughs> afraid about for aids and and there's just more closeted gay people in Omaha. So they didn't, um, I guess it was a lot of uh, that that kind of thing that brought them to Omaha. Yeah, Omaha nowadays, nowadays, it's like De- Denmark is the big sperm donation spot. Is it? 
Yeah, it's not the hand of <laughs> your dad. Did your dad tell you why he donated sperm? Would you get paid or what back then? Yeah, well, he said he was like, because uh, he's a freelance artist. He's an artist and he was just doing freelance back in the 80s. And he uh, he's like, yeah, well, he had a buddy who worked at the bank. And he's like, not many people knew you could make get money to donate sperm. It wasn't like now we have the Internet where every article on a man's Instagram is like, you could donate sperm and make money. And it's like not anymore because everyone knows about it. But in the 80s, there's like seven people who knew about it. Probably He just was like, yeah, I just knew a guy who worked there. He told me to come in. So he's like, yeah, he went in and did it. And they gave him, I don't know. I don't know how much money they gave him. I, th- I, I have a feeling it was like about a hundred bucks. I feel yeah. like that's just a guess. I know my dad, he would do it for about a hundred bucks. So they were like, uh, yeah, at one point, at one point I was like, there's like seven or eight now, like kids. Oh, like so, other- so seven or eight have revealed themselves. Right. Right. Through. And that's just like the ones who have done 23 and yes or whatever. And, uh, I guess so. What so if you use it for once, like you can use it again. Like you can, they'll save so the one same load, sperm. One load, they can use twice. Uh, well, like a family can use it. So I guess one load they can use like up to four times or something, or two right. two to four times. So there's like four sets of. So it started to dawn on me that he donated. Like in my mind, he went and donated once, and they just like put that shit in a factory, and it just replicated and made. But then I was like, it started to do the math. I was like, Dad, how many times do you think he went and donated sperm? And he just goes, a bunch. (laughs) (laughs) A bunch, what? They're paying me. You can go like a couple times a week and get paid (laughs) to do it. So I'm like, this whole time. You're jerking off anyway. Yeah, this whole time I had this like romantic view of my dad in the 80s being a struggling artist. He's just selling his damn cum the whole time. Like (laughs) the living off of a cell selling his load and they and i guess they used it like a lot i guess uh i was reading about it a little bit and i guess some sperm sticks <laughs> better stickier so your dad your dad's <laughs> turned out to be potent sperm yeah he, just, he is sticky sperm he had a, yeah he had a good nut <laughs> oh, right. oh this is the first of the foster dogs i've had that actually barks sometimes oh, really? he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't bark that long but he does bark he's like i've good sperm yeah, yeah he yeah. doesn't actually unfortunately he doesn't have the ability to produce <laughs> sperm anymore but uh That's anyway good. so so first of all can i just say in terms of the first couple of interactions that you had with these people what were they what were they looking for what was their hope because i'm yeah, everybody that's, wants that's kind of like <clears throat> that's where my sister see i am a, i'm kind of a trusting i trust easily my dad's the same way like we'll just be like to me no agenda i'm just like this is just an interesting thing they found out about like they're two okay so what what i found out was Right away, that t- the one who reached out to me, there was that there's a brother and sister, and then she told me about another brother and sister. But that other brother and sister didn't know that they were uh, sperm donation babies. Oh, they had, it had and how did they, they didn't know? So when they to- when they did twenty three and me, they matched with this other girl and they messaged her and they were like, "Oh, our dad must have donated sperm to you, and that's to your parents, and that's how." But then. When my dad did it, it came up that both of them traced back to him. So that's how they found out that their dad was uh, that they had to use a sperm donation because I don't I don't know for whatever reason. 
So that's how um, they found out their their dad wasn't their re- by right. Dad. So that's how they found out. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. That's that, they, that, that, that. I would consider that to be the moral hazard of uh, right, and right. And they they did not seem super. They messaged uh, my dad, but they weren't trying to reach out to us. And I think they really were like not. They didn't want to form a relationship or anything. Which I mean, I don't. That's there's totally no reason fine. to form a relationship in any of this. Like yeah. it's, it's, if you want to, that's fine. If you don't want to, I don't see also that is so fair. And they, but they also reached out and were like, is there a history of health problems? Like what kind of health oh, right. stuff should we look out for? Like that, I guess that was the reason. So two of them were pretty, were pretty like distant and didn't really, they were just like, Oh, we found out about this and now let's just leave it. At Did that. you tell them and the then, good news that they're going to have sticky sperm? Yeah. I, <laughs> I told them you better use two condoms. Though. <laughs> 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 You're going to catch it all. I apologize for them having my dad's big ass head. Uh, it's just a bunch of melon heads running around now. <laughs> giant comps, like so those two, um, those two just, they just wanted the bare minimum, right? Not yeah, they. I don't think they were expecting something like that. I, you know, I don't know what, but I did. They weren't as so. Then the other, the one who reached out to me, she was like, "I have, I just had twins, and I have another kid. You're an uncle," and I'm like, "All right, well, I'm not. Uncle. Oh, we're biologically related, but I'm not an uncle, so I don't know." Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's the boundaries is tough, yeah. you know. And so, the, the crazy thing about all this is different people have different wants and needs and it's, it's right, right. complicated. And that's what my sister immediately was like, I don't know if I trust this person. And like, why is she even reaching out? What does this matter? Like, why is she reaching out to you? You didn't even do 23 and me. This was like dad, like why, what is going on? And then she Googled her name and I guess there was a GoFundMe and I was like, all right, you made me. Well, what was the GoFundMe for? Um, like a van or something. Like, cause she had these two kids and like, she just, oh. they were like single or something. And, you know, I don't know. She didn't ask me for anything. I, it wasn't like, I didn't know about that. She didn't bring that up or nothing about a GoFundMe. That was just something Georgia, my sister found. So I don't know the total validity of that, but also I just kind of stopped contacting that person just cause I was like, I don't know what is, don't call me an uncle. It was a little weird to be like, you're an uncle. Sure. I'm like, look, you can say. Like dibblings is what they call uh, donation siblings. Is that dibblings. Right? That's the term, dibblings. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a little, that was like the first interaction. But I was still like in this phase of like, man, this is so cool and this is so awesome. And just like all the, like these different people now that have my face. And you were up to four at that stage, right? Yeah, and that was four. Yeah, and uh, then... Uh, <clears throat> At one point, I was telling this story as a joke on stage, and I got a text while I was on the stage that I didn't check. But when I got off, it was someone else. It was someone with uh, a fifth person who was like, hey, I talked to these people. And also, <laughs> and like, this is cool. I'm also one of like, so her parents were lesbians, and she had a brother, and they each had one using my dad's sperm. Each of the parents had a kid, and then they separated. And in the early 90s, there was no, you know, like gay marriage wasn't like yeah. technically recognized or legal a lot. So there's no like rules on who took the kids. So they just each took their respective kids and they kind of grew up separate and then met. Okay. And then they but like in the same city, but their parents didn't get along. But I guess but they're oh, good. So they they're didn't close know now. Each other. 
Yeah, yeah. So Even they like, they were genuinely like full brother and sister, really. Right, I mean, not genetically, right, but they should have been right, right. brother and sister. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they so they also spent like 15 years until like their mid-20s, they finally reconnected. I mean, they knew of each other, but they just weren't like, bro- they didn't act like it or brother and sister yeah. or whatever. But then they um they formed a relationship and they're brother and sister now. And I was like, oh my God, dad, I just, I just heard about Talia, Talia. And they both, both need a dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They never had a dad. <laughs> yeah. They need, yeah. They need someone to open a pickle jar for them. And I, uh, <laughs> I was like, Dad, I just, do you know Thalia? And he goes, yeah, Thalia. Blake told me about her. I'm like, Dad, who is Blake? <laughs> you can't just drop. So that shot it from five to seven. <laughs> wow. Wow. So uh, Who is Blake? Blake is, oh man, Blake's really interesting too. He grew up in Nebraska, like an hour away from me. Um, the two with the lesbian moms, they grew up in Arizona. I'm pretty sure. And then uh, Blake grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska, and also didn't know, you know, I'm like, sometimes I'm worried what I should be talking about and saying. Like, yeah, well, you know, private, yeah, me, uh, you don't want to get private info. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But he thought Probably his dad. changed their names. Right, right, yeah, yeah. These are fake names. Let's, These are fake let's names. Let's go in after this and edit me saying other names over him. Brian, Brian, <laughs> Jane. <laughs> I really should have done. Things. It's all Irish listeners. Yeah, that's Devlin, Devlin, number, Devlin number seven. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, I was like, well, hopefully no one uh, sees this. But so what are your? <laughs> now, um, okay, so Blake was half Lebanese his whole life until he found out he wasn't. Wow, interesting. See, that's yeah. tough. You know, that's so interesting. Yeah, but it's like, oh, so he thought. So his father is Lebanese. Lebanese so he yeah, thought. but my dad has black hair and like, his, you know, people in his family tan. I got my mom's red hair and pale ass skin, but and all her looks. Thank God. But uh, he. But they never <laughs> he revealed. Had, How old was he when he found this out? Um, oh, I mean, this he's thirty. Oh, wow. This was he this, this he's, he's like he's like a year he's like a year or two older than I am. Yeah, yeah. And 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 he he was never told. Um, yeah, I guess they just it wasn't like that important to. It's one of those things where it just doesn't even matter. Is it that crazy to not tell them that there's sperm donation? Well, that's a great debate. I mean, like, about yeah. this is the conversations I have with my buddy that I'm writing this thing with. Is that yeah? Uh, you know, people have different theories on revealing. Like, for example, her, you know, her, her two kids, she's in a lesbian relationship. Her two kids are uh, from the same donor, but they know the donor. But those kids already know that, uh, you know, they came from somebody else and they know their donor. Right. You know, they know There's, the donor. She was like and, friends with them. Yeah, he's still involved in their life, but not in any capacity other than he's still their friend. And that they know that he has something to do with them being alive. Okay. But obviously, they're waiting. They'll slowly reveal more and more. But they, when when <clears throat> she's asked, like I, I don't know how to explain exactly, but all I know is that they're told that he helped you guys to be born. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, and that's think- from the get go. But then p- people have different theories about when you're supposed to let them know. And well, because the worry is like with this guy in Lincoln. Let's say if if what if what if you I know you're straight, but what if you were gay and Lincoln is so close to. 
uh, Omaha and you had like hooked up with him one night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, some of the girls I've been like, would I? And I'm like, no, absolutely. They look like my dad. I could never hook up with my dad's face. So I don't know. I bet we would have been friends and not hooked up just because I have this view. And I've met uh, the one I have met a, a bunch of them, uh, a, a gathering of them, and we all have a lot in common. They're all really cool. Everyone's really chill. It seems really fun. Um, so, so, but did you? So, in terms of there was no lasting problems for that guy though. In terms of like that's quite the bombshell. You know, it was okay. Um, he seems. I mean, you can't speak on his behalf. I'm just curious. Yeah, right. And I'm not totally sure because, like, we talk, but we don't stay. I'm not like hitting him up every day, and yeah. we're not like acting super close. But like, if he's coming through, he's come to visit. Two of them live in Boston, and when they all get together, they'll come here. They'll want me to go up there to to hang out also. So, but we're not. I don't know. He seems like he's pretty chill about it. He is just like he's pretty chill. I don't know. Like the what the vibe I get from it is like it wasn't like devastating to him and it was like an understandable thing. And like the thing I was saying about like uh, when to tell, but like, you know, I, there's also, there's no way anyone getting these donations in the eighties thought that there would be this weird technology where yes. spit in a cup and then everyone's like, here's your dad. It's like, what, well, how could this have happened? And I think the discourse is a lot clearer now. I think like right. a, lot, a lot of people have on paper, like a plan, you know, right, when, right. I think a lot of people make those decisions in advance. About and like, it, it's like not it. like adoption though. You know, it's not like you got a kid after it was born with that is from somewhere that had to be, it doesn't have a story. It's like they went to a bank. Yeah. They know they the went story. to a doctor, they put sperm in them and then they just pretended it was whoever sperm and it doesn't matter. And so I, I kind of on that side where, I don't know. That's the thing. Like to me, it wasn't that crazy, but to like other people in my family, even they're like, this is crazy. And I'm like, okay, so it is. Oh, uh, so they, even they had a, they had a, they've had a different reaction to it. Yeah. I'd say, well, my sister and mom reacted differently than I did. They don't really, they're not really interested in any of it. Oh, any they're of it. Really and so your, no, your mom, your mom didn't know, right. That your dad had been a sperm donor. Well, that's, I don't know. Yo, also, I do not want to bring it up with my mom. I'm afraid she doesn't really want to talk about it. So I'm like, I don't have that detailed info on how she, I only know what my dad, and I'll tell him like when we meet, but she doesn't want to hear about it. So I don't really know. I don't, I assume, I assume she knows that he donated sperm in the 80s. I think what she was really upset about under so understandably was that he found out about it and d- didn't tell her for a minute. Right, right, right. Because I don't know what, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Why I can cuss, right? It's okay. Yeah. It's- I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. He's such an idiot. It's like, yo, if you just come out with this right away, it's like, just say it. And she's going to find out about it. Eventually women always find out. He taught me that, so I don't know why. I know, and hilariously, it's not like he did anything wrong. It's not like he cheated on you. Right, exactly. And you would never think that you would never think that that's a thing you need to reveal. Like, hey, just so you know, I donated sperm. Like, you'd never think that you'd have to reveal that. I mean, I got, I got, I got to think nowadays when you donate sperm, you you probably know that the the, you're gonna the reveal is gonna happen eventually. I think all that's made very clear nowadays. I doubt it was back then. Yeah, yeah. Well, now people know that you can find out about that pretty yeah. easily. <laughs> but now, no, now I think it's even more than that, though. My understanding is now on the contract is is a thing that basically says that, you know, you're you're you have to. Well, I think you have to allow them to find you 
later in life, but you have no legal obligations. So I think I, I'm pretty sure that don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that you you're there's no there's no legal obligations in terms of fatherhood. But I do believe right. most of the time you have to allow yourself to be found or okay. certainly that they're allowed to find out who you are at a yeah. certain age, I think. But don't quote me on that. And are they entitled to any of like your father's um, like like if touch wood he passed away or whatever could they be like i'm a child i'm entitled to part of that house um i don't i don't think so um i don't know the legal i don't know no, i don't the exact think so. legal jargon i don't think yeah i don't think unless he decided to write them into his will last second and be like these are my kids like yeah he, i don't think he doesn't he doesn't think that they're his long lost kids and that's not i don't think anyone is thinking that there's long lost kids they're not thinking it i'm not thinking it but like I think some of the worry in, in like uh, people in my family would be like, oh, is, is do they think there's long lost kids? Are they going to kill? And don't get me wrong. I've had a, I've had the nightmare, the vision where they kill me to replace me or something. <laughs> They're like, I'm the real one now. And like, hey, I'm having <laughs> in the bag or something, show up somewhere and be like, how'd you get here? Then I'm dead or something like that. Um, but uh, I don't think, I don't think anyone's on that page. I think, uh, and everyone found out at about, everyone's like, I'm 30 now. I found out when I was 28, probably. He did it before I was born. So uh, they're older than me. I'm the youngest. I think one of them might be like four months older than me. And that's like the youngest of them. So they're all little, they're all in their thirties. One of them's married. A couple of them have been married. So they're like, they have their own lives and their own shit. So I don't think this is as devastating a bombshell as like if you dropped it on like a 17 year old who was having problems or something. Yes, it's like yeah. already yeah. upset. And then you say something like that. I think it's going to be different. But I think everyone, everyone has been is like an adult and they've been processing yeah. it pretty well. And so do you think most people for most people, this has just been like a fun addition to their lives? I think so. Yeah. Um, they all, so they all came to New York once or like not all of them, but five, five Diblings came the, uh, and one of their wives and they came and they just showed up. They came for a day. I happen to have a, a comedy show. They all came down to the show. They watched did you, it. Did you, did you say on stage that your Diblings were there? Yeah, yeah, I, I did do. Well, I was also at the time this was happening. I was doing this bit about it. I was talking about it on stage. For, you know, I had like a, it was like a five minute and it was an ongoing thing. Cause I was like, I don't even know how many there are total, but like at one point during earlier in the show, I was like, Oh, from Omaha, Nebraska. And so it's like, woo. And I was like, all right, well, hold on just a second. Like also from Nebraska, they're just my diblings. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, I was like, we'll talk about, but uh, yeah, they were, so we hung out and it's, it was just like, they really were just fascinated to know what, my dad was like kind of and like what I was like and to see how if there's like similarities like nature versus nurture is like almost yes. watching an experiment right you get to just live it you're like okay yeah. here's people with all the same like have the same DNA and then a different mix a different X and let's see what uh is different about everyone and you know they've all lived I mean no one's done there's no murders that's cool I mean no one's killed yeah. anyone <laughs> no that's some yeah <laughs> some good anti-murder sperm yeah yeah i mean my dad he's got a strong it's a strong batch you know he's he's a chill guy was there any was it other than the, the the physical stuff that you could see was there any other stuff that was clear as day that runs through you guys did you guys ever sort of settle upon 
any similarities that were obvious? Um, we all like smoking weed. <laughs> uh, there was some there's sometimes mannerisms I don't know because it's hard because I also since I was looking for them I'm like is that something that my dad yeah. and it's like it's so the face is so distracting you're like well that was a mannerism of my dad or her eyebrows are just shaped like that and that's yeah. the thing that they always do um, hard to say yeah I was just curious they're, they're, all, they're all pretty different but also, you know, one of them, one, the, one of the girls is like, she lived in Mexico for like six years on a farm, like growing her own food and shit. And I'm like, that's shit my sister would do to a tea. Yeah, it's very Georgia. It's like, that could, that, and they, you know, and they even look kind of similar. So I was like, and she's like a dancer. I'm like, so there's similar vibes. One's a graphic designer. I think he designs websites and my dad's a graphic designer now. He's an artist. So there is sort of like an underlying, we all sort of have the that creative gene that seems bug. To be in there, right? Yeah, yeah, the creative gene is definitely uh, in there. Everyone sort of is doing something in a, in a creative fashion, even though the graphic designer, I think, is the only one with like a real good job. But <laughs> 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 So what's the number at now that you know of? I think it's at eight. It's eight or nine. Wow. And there's a couple that, you know, that don't really reach out there's actually the okay so the two that really didn't want to reach out at first they met up with they ended up meeting up with some of the other ones that met up with me so i think they're coming around to the idea of it and like i said you i don't even think anyone has to come around to the idea of it if you don't want to be involved i think that's fine for me it doesn't it doesn't take anything away and in fact i'm like pretty interested in it and i think they're they're all pretty cool they've all been really nice uh the guy who lives in Boston, he he messages me all the time. Uh, we talk about football. He's a Patriots fan. I'm an Eagles fan. So uh, he, we talk about everything that ha- pops up in football that's going on or sports. And now that sports have been happening, he offered me uh, – he, he had a place to hide away from COVID in, on an island up in Massachusetts or Connecticut. So he offered me – he's like, if you ever want to come, if you ever got to get out of the city, you're welcome to come with us. So they've been, like, super friendly and – it's been nice. Like it's been nice. They'll come. They'll just like be drive through New York on the way to somewhere, and we'll get breakfast or something. Yeah. Um, and it's never been awkward or too much. No, you know, it's like I mean, I gotta be honest. The first time we all hung out, like after the show, we just like, I was like, you want guys want to go out? We could go drink. They're like, let's just go smoke weed and talk. And I was like, cool. Yeah, right. obviously that's <laughs> sick with me. And then by the end of that, when I was leaving, I got, I got pretty emotional. Cause I was just like, you know, I, I'm really close with my dad. I love my dad so much. And it's cool to see like all these people like who kind of have his gene, like they kind of carry the same chillness and the same air, yeah. the things I like about my dad. Like I think I'm being carried and I think I'm never, me and my sister are probably never going to have kids. So I'm like, Oh man, these guys could have kids spread more of my dad's. My dad's a good guy. I don't know. Spread his shit around. I like it. <laughs> I'm fine with that. They're not my, they don't have to be related to me, but that's his shit. And I think he's, he did a good job with us. <laughs> so, and those kids turned out. Okay. So, uh, I'm like that. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, you know, it's just, it's so, it's so nice. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> that's nice though. But that just goes to show that it's, it's something more than just meeting new people. There's no doubt right. that there must be something in our, in our being that right. there's the, now, whether it's a narrative or whether you feel it separately because it's genetic, you felt a different connection with them for sure. Right, right, right. And 
Yeah, and I guess I w- I felt more em- empathetic because I could I was really able to be like, wow, like how th- is this for them? This must be so mind blowing for them. And like for me, this is like not as big a deal because it's my no, still it's that, my yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and none of them, and that's the thing. All of them, none of them have been like my dad too they don't call him dad i'm like i don't know what i should call him because i call him dad but then i'm like should i say joe if we're all talking and they're like whatever it <laughs> yeah, yeah. matter and i'm like yeah b71876 yeah 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 we all we all got uh barcodes tattooed so we all shaved our heads started a cult the cum stocks yeah the cum stocks as my dad called you yeah yeah Oh man, and that's the thing. I got called Cumstock, uh, you know, growing up all the way. Like everyone called me that, and then it turned out we're Cumstockers. It's run, it runs in my family. I assume. <laughs> I assume that's the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where my family name comes from. One who stocks come. I can't wait till we're all watching this TV series. They're, they're fucking yeah, the yeah. Getty images of fucking. Yeah, if you need a writer, I'll come in and sit in on a few episodes. Help. Yeah, that's I, great. I, I... <laughs> I met your show, Jack, with your eight oh. siblings. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Kate. What's the Kate plus eight? Me, my, me and Kate. Anyway, but, you make oh, kids. Wait. So go ahead, Katie. Sorry. Oh no, but so I know you already said you'd never be worried about. It. So you'd you'd never be like uh, talking to a girl on a night out, and you'd be like, because you, you feel like you would already have sensed that they related to you. Just, <laughs> yeah, I would be scared <laughs> to ever have sex again. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, you know, my dad's pretty hot, so I guess I'd probably it'd probably be okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be like, fuck, just... be like fucking myself. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm not that. I don't think it was that good a sperm that half of New York is now running around looking like dead. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It, they did look. I was like, I did have the thought though. I was like, is she hot? I don't know. Like, are they attractive to me? But I was like, I think they just like it. Just looks like so much like me that I stare because I'm like fascinated. Fascinated. But not, yeah. I think if I saw her at a bar, I'd be like, is that my fucking sister? Look at that girl. <laughs> What's wrong? What's up with that? This is, I'd like go up to her with my phone and be like, this is my dad and this is you. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. freaky, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd stick a swab in their mouth and be like, spit on this. Let me find <laughs> it. I gotta know. <laughs> uh, You're like, what kink is this? Yeah, yeah. So. So what the article that I read was this guy was up to 20. This donor was up to 20 people that had contact. Right. He was like a professor, right? Oh, you read that article too? Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah, I think, I think it's that guy. So he was basically saying that there was like a, a huge variation between the desires that people had. And I think there was one of them that definitely was sort of like looking for not a father, but she, she wanted a relationship with him that was more than just um, this random person that is created by your sperm. She definitely wanted like, you know, and he was fine with that down to just somebody that just thought it was cool that they knew that he existed. You, your father hasn't had much. It's been sort of fairly uniform in terms of his involvement with them, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, no one's really been like reaching out for anything like that. And I don't think uh, I think one one guy ha- kind of had a problem because he was like, my dad's a, re- a Republican. So <laughs> there was like uh, that he was like a super liberal and he was like, it was shaking for him to find out that his biological dad is an idiot. So yeah, but that, has, <laughs> that, has, that, has, that can happen with the dad that raised uh, 
So there's a, yeah, yeah. I he's mean, just I'm, having a normal I'm, father-son experience. Right. Yes, I, yes. I'm like, dude, trust me, I fight with him daily. So <laughs> it's like we don't talk about politics because I I, lo- I want to keep loving him and respecting him as my father. But in fact, I'm almost <laughs> sure that that same narrative was in the article too. I think that one of the dynamics was that. Uh, I think yeah. actually, I think it was the son. I think it was the not the son. Sorry, but like the the offspring that was quite conservative and was arguing with the, the, the oh, okay. I think, but okay. Yeah. It's, See, my it's, dad used to be liberal. He was a Democrat till he had a real job at a family and then he became a Republican, just <laughs> tax reasons only, I guess. So I don't know. He's, <laughs> he's just an idiot, but he's a good, he's a good man. So <laughs> he is. a good man. <laughs> so you say you're not um, going to have kids. Would you donate sperm? Thought about it. <laughs> I guess it, I, I don't think I get tradition it. going. I don't think I get any money for it. Bit of that sticky icky icky. I got the, yeah, I got the sticky icky. I mean, if you got the seed, you might as well sow, uh, sow it. But I don't want to raise any of it. It seems ideal for me. I'm like spread it out, get a bunch of little me's running around that I'll just like maybe run into one day. Yeah, when they're raised, I'd love when all the I'd hard love part the, is over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they're like 25 and smoking weed and chill, I'd be like, Amen. Hey, what's up? I'm your dad. <laughs> you got you want to paint this house let's i don't know let's do something um yeah uh i forgot what i was about no, we were just joking around about that you would ever donate sperm you know oh yeah would i donate sperm yeah i mean i also i would love to be an uncle my sister doesn't want kids either so oh, like, really i gotta just maybe i'll just like be like hey does anyone want a kid that's Let not me, mine that i can be part that's of. the yeah, whole yeah. That's the whole premise of where my thinking, the thing right. I came from, right. the desire to have a kid and the desire not to raise it. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, of, funny, it's funny, too, because my dad on paper was, I mean, he's so good at art that he coasted through college. Like, he got a full scholarship and, like, graduated from college. So he had a degree. He's, like, a really good artist. And it's like on paper, he's like 5'10", I don't know, very average, all around build, slim. I was like, on paper, these guys had to be like, this guy is the artistic mind that we want as a child. And then you meet my dad and he like loves toys. And he's <laughs> like, his office is just action figures. He loves collecting toys. And like, he just, shit he's into is so goofy and he's such a goofball that I'm like, I bet on paper they had no idea that this is the man. Like if they saw the man and put it up to the paper, they'd be like, Okay. Mm, all right. This is why our kids are silly now instead of Harvard graduates. But silly. <laughs> um, that's mad. But I mean, Jesus. that's that's pretty cool. So now, uh, did you ever think of sort of turning this into like a one man show or a documentary or anything like that? Um, kind of. I I it's cool as a bit. I started doing it as a bit and then like as a stand-up bit and it got to a point where it was like a full 10 minutes of me talking about it. And so I thought about expanding, but I also kind of stopped talking about it for a while just because it's so it was so fresh and new for me and everything that I in I intake, I immediately regurgitate. But then once I think about it, I'm like, maybe I should wait till like my mom wants to watch every stand-up video I post. So it's like, I don't know. And if she doesn't want to talk, like, you know, I've even, even this, I'm like going to be like, you know, mom, I did this podcast. I talk about the diblings. Like, so, you know, I don't know if you want to hear it or whatever. And not like she is going to be, have a visceral. She's not like trying to kill them or anything, but 
you know, it's just like know, kind of, a, it's, it's a weird understand. touchy thing that is, I've been trying to figure out exactly how I would like to navigate it without, without, well, with my mom, with them, I don't want to say anything of that I think they're feeling and then have them be like, yeah. that's not how we're feeling. Like they're adults. Well, I mean, and, I, you know, I, I personally, I, th- I personally think it'd be a very interesting documentary series just in the sense that yeah. it's not just about these stories, your story, their story, the, in- the way they interconnect, but it's also about nature versus nurture, uh, genetics, the fallout, you know, because, you know, all these things are solutions to problems like people can't have kids, you know, sperm donation, lesbian, gay couples wanted to have kids, you know, all these things are solutions, but they come with the unintended consequences that you don't know. Now we're learning about them. So it is right. I mean, you right. guys really what this is, is really like the first generation of, 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 of an experiment. It's a huge finding experiment. out. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah so yeah. really, I would think that there's a hell of a lot to explore in it, you know. Right. And I definitely I had the idea of driving across the country and just like driving to each one of them and filming and just like doing a documentary style thing of being like, you know, meeting. And then, but also then another part of me was like, these are just like regular people with regular lives that found some out. I'm a comedian. Yeah. But like, it feels, I would have to, that would be a process that I definitely would have to talk with all them and have set up in a way. And you'd probably be like, yeah, yeah. So what I think once you're on, even with your mom, she's so supportive of your comedy. Like, it's, right. I think if she were like, oh, this is a good joke. Yeah. I think once you just talk, right, I know it's right. kind of nerdy. Yeah. I think, I think she'll come around on it and she's a very loving person. We take, you know, she is, she like is always taking people in, but I think the fact that. Yeah. She took me in. Yeah. 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 She and, taught me uh, how to draw on eyebrows. It's we, changed my life. <laughs> yeah, she saved you, and she tried to save your sister, but uh, she, she's lost. She's learning. She's young. She'll figure it out in a couple of years. <laughs> All of me so, and my sisters now do our makeup the way your mom taught. You know, your mom's a lovely person. Yeah. So, so I think it was just it was like she also is a little was a little more shell shocked and sure. feels I mean, her journey, her journey. a little more emotions. Right, right, and everyone's everyone's like encounter and finding out about. It. I mean, she found out about it. You know, he didn't even tell her. She, she just like her phone blew. His phone blew up when he was asleep, and it was like she's like, "Who's Thalia? God, here I go. Who is Rebecca?" I don't know. <laughs> no, but I, I, I mean, I really, I really, I really sympathize with your mom because oh yeah, you know, it's 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 weird when you you and I'm not speaking on her behalf, but I would think it's weird when your family that you've always known suddenly have these half siblings that have. I, I mean, I know they're not your siblings, but they, these siblings appear. And it's nothing to do with her. And that is weird because suddenly you have this right. extra part of your journey that has nothing to do with her. And she right. didn't expect it. That's tough, you know? Yeah, dude. Exactly. Also, That's exactly. Documentary wise, it's fucking fascinating. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Think about yeah. your career, man. It's like, <laughs> I know. Your mother's, Fuck your, your family. Your mother's going to be happy with that money in the end. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> she'll, she'll be mad for the first year and then buy her a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When if I can it. buy her a new car, then it, then if once I'm guaranteed enough money to get her something, big then i'll then i'll do the documentary but yeah but i I understand it's tough for her yeah yeah but it's also as well like you know you you're you have a family there's trust built and then when something like that happens it's hard not to question and to to believe when you find out about it you're like what is the truth so it's just hard to get your head around it right and like i think that that story with the professor i don't think that was all like random sperm donation either i think that guy also was like donated to a lot of people he just knew oh is that right i believe so but i'm not i you know also don't quote me because it was a while ago that i i was looking into that but it sounded like he was a little weirder 
about he's like you know long hair hippie professor who's yes. like all right spread spread it love and like sounds like he was having sex with like a lot of people and <laughs> a lot of them also weren't just donations they were just students he had sex with so <laughs> <laughs> and that obviously isn't but you know and it's like yeah why if he wasn't you know if everything was it just a sperm donation which i fully believe but why you gotta hide it i think he's just being stupid i think you made a bad call about that and you mean your dad uh, yeah my dad my dad yeah yeah yeah. like why 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 not say anything but i don't think he thought that they were going to reach out to me i think someone reached out to him like months before they reached out to me and were just like i found this out and he gave him the history but i i know he was fascinated by it i gotta think it's quite the stomach drop though yeah like for him well, you know, I think like somebody calls you and says, why? You know, I saw I, I looked at your phone. Who's. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. You no, know, like just suddenly calling and being like, I think I might actually be your offspring. That's that's a that's a moment. Right. Right. So, uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I give a little bit of sympathy to your father, just like having no fucking idea. I mean, how many you know, it's not like there's loads of discourse out there on how to deal with random offspring contacting you right right and they just didn't stop as well like the number just kept growing right might still you're just like oh there's no end to this yeah they just kept doing 23 and me and i guess uh my dad's just like they used his a lot at the sperm bank (laughs) they had a good seed there so yeah i don't um i i don't think he's ever had like an agenda about it and i don't know why he would try to hide it i mean i i know why he would try to hide it because He's afraid that he's going to get in trouble. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There's something, <laughs> well, yeah, good. Plus, plus something he deserves, that he... He deserves a little bit of room, I think, for trying to process it himself. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fair, too. That's fair. But, um, yeah, I don't think... I think he was just like... I didn't think anyone would ever even know about it. And it's just something that... Ha- I don't think he was that heavy interested in it. Like, he's... They messaged him, and then he responded. But they were, like, the ones who found out that they were their biological dad was not their the dad that raised them or whatever. And so I think they were like, yeah. when they reached out to him, he was like, this is crazy. But they were, didn't really, they weren't trying to talk. Yeah. 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 So he just it's funny wrote it off as nothing. They have more of a relationship with you now. Yeah. And you know, we're all the same age and it's, it's like just kind of like, like a fun thing for you guys. Right. Right. I think that's what it is too. And since we're all similar age, it is, we're all looking, I think all of us are looking at it through the lens of like nature versus nurture. Look at, this is like an experiment that we're all a part of. Like, let's see how much we have in common and like, let's hang out and they're all cool. And I'm done. I'm friendly. So I'm always down to be friends with people. And like, you know, if they just want to be friends and hang out when they're around, I'll, I'm down to do that. I think that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it's cool. It's a totally unique experience that you're having <laughs> so uh it's cool to be on your side of it rather than be the person looking for the you know looking to see where they're coming from genetically you know right right i think what i think once they met me and heard me talking and talk about my dad and stuff too they all felt like okay this is like a good guy also that we came from that they, he yeah, was they, like, were, they were content with oh that. yeah you know he was a yeah. good he's a good father to me and a good man so i think they were like okay this is like it's not like they found out he was john wayne gacy or something killing kids yeah. and shit you know what i'm saying oh my god that'd be awful yeah imagine you find out your sperm doning dad is like in prison it's like, like uh ted bundy yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> so they're probably delighted yeah, yeah they probably you'd be, smart, you'd be smart and good looking but you just have to just do watch your watch your attitude <laughs> 
Yeah, I they, it's easier to get the gossip on your dad as well from you than to ask directly. So to ask how he, instead of being like, hey, are you a nice guy? Like, oh, hey, was your dad right, a nice right. guy? Right, yeah. right. And you can definitely like, we're all we're all having a conversation at the same time. Without probing, we were finding out if, like what the connection was between all of us and if it was like, if we were just going to be strangers or if there were, could we could be friends. And, you know, if some of us, they're still in contact. I, they messaged me. They went out to, they went, they had like a dibbling meeting in Vegas in October. They wanted me to come out, but I was already going to Denver. So they're like, we'll fly out. We know you're broke and live in, in New York City. So we'll fly out because we have jobs. And I was like, I would love to come, but I, I'd already planned a trip. So I couldn't go to that. But they send me all the pictures of them. And uh, yeah, yeah. So they keep, they keep me in contact in the loop. So you're, you're based in NY? Yeah, yeah. So when our when our listeners go looking for you, where where are they going to find you? <laughs> in At, Brooklyn? Oh. No, what's your uh, Insta? My Instagram. <laughs> in case any sisters I'm or like, brothers oh, are. Yeah, I'm like that. I don't mean that. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> you never know. Never uh, my Instagram is at snackcomstock, and uh, you can. That's I really just use Instagram, so follow me on that's Instagram. Also, yeah. Go ahead. I uh, I uh, also have a web series on Amazon Prime called uh, The Alley, so you can find me. You can go the to that. Alley? Watch that. Yeah, The Alley. It's uh, about a magician who works at a bowling alley. So. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's It was really fun. And we're working on another season, so we're hoping to get some more views on on that. And some That's fucking great. money. Um, <laughs> I, I will donating say, all the money right now. Any any money that is made from Amazon watching it because the Black Lives Matter movement stuff. So. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, that's great. What were we gonna say, Katie? Oh, I was gonna say just for the listeners, when Jack's dad was in Ireland, uh, and I said that it was only a fifteen-minute walk from one side of the city to the other side. Was this was this when he screamed? What what did he scream? Fuck! I don't want to walk. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. That sounds like him because when we were in New York, remember we were walking. Or maybe that was when we were. I think it was in New York, and we were walking to that bar, Precious Metal, from the the L train. It was like we got about two blocks. I was like, we're almost there, and then it's like a fifteen minute walk, and about eight minutes in, he goes, he just goes, fuck, he just he yells in the middle of the. We're like, what? What? It's like. How long is oh this walk? <laughs> We're like, God, just shut Every up. time he would see uh, castles or churches, he'd be like, look at this shit. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's a easily, this is the thing about me that I got from my dad also. We're so easily amazed and fascinated. I'm like, I pick up a rock. I'm like, look at this rock. This is crazy. <laughs> so he's like, castle, tree, the birds. And that's like, we, this whole experience was like, too much for our brains we brought him on a hike in cork and he smoked a cigar up the whole hike <laughs> hey, so if you, some guys like walking and smoking cigars you know hey you gotta you gotta it was like up a mountain some people need motivation to get to the top <laughs> <laughs> so anyway jack listen man this is actually in my opinion well for me personally one of the most interesting chats we've had on the shift i i, I awesome i thank you for yeah. sharing it with uh with with such humor and patience yeah, totally. If you have any more questions that you want to message me about or anything, oh, I'll be hitting you up. I, yeah, in private, private. Yeah, no problem. No, this was this was pretty deep. Fair play to you, man. Thank yeah, you. it was. It was pretty deep. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, uh, you can you can head off myself and Katie. will wrap it up here. 
All right, cool. Yeah, thanks, Jack. Hey, love you. Thanks, Katie. So love you. Nice to meet you, Dan. Nice this to meet you, man. Really enjoyable. Right. Thank you. Yeah, See you, man. Bye. bye. So that was Jack. Katie, great guest. I know, Jack's great. I can't believe I hadn't thought of getting him on before. But just when you had, when I had seen your other podcast, I was like, oh, my God, we have to get Jack. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, Fascinating. No, yeah. I mean, I, I can't understand how he's not putting that together as a documentary series because it's just ready to pop, you know? Well, he was talking before to me about writing like a, a comedy series based on it, but I, I think it is just he's he's nervous to, not to offend or upset yeah, anybody. Which is understandable, but that, that's a journey in itself. But even that is interesting. You know, that's the thing about a documentary; it's the story evolves, and you sort of find the story as you're evol- as it's evolving, and part of the story will be some, you know. Anyway, whatever. I think so, it's a great uh, idea. Was, he probably will was, after you. Yeah, anyway, that was great. So uh, anyway, let's go. That was that was long. I got to bring the dog back to the shelter for a training session. Um, I actually the, the 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 dog has been eating my dad's chair, which we, we kind of left an old chair in the house because it was my dad's yeah. chair, and. It's funny because I've been looking for an excuse to get rid of it because, you know, it has all this nostalgic value, but it's kind of like bullshit. You know, it's just a chair. Uh, yeah. So he started eating the chair, which I've been stopping him. But I haven't been stopping him because I care about the chair. I've been stopping him because you don't want to you don't want him to think that eating furniture is OK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But during that whole chat, he was eating the chair and I was just like, you know what? I'm getting rid of this fucking chair now anyway. So to stop yeah. him distracting me during the pod, I was just like, fuck it, eat away. So the chair is quite chewed up now as a result of that chat. But what are you going to (laughs) do? It was worth the chat. It was was great. I really, really enjoyed it. And he's a great, very funny guy. Nice guy. So thank you so much for organizing that. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's great. His whole family came over to Ireland with me um, a few years ago. So they're they're lovely, lovely people. His sister's a comedian as well. Comedian in Denver. Oh, right. Is that why you were so familiar with her? You know, he, 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 oh, like his actual his sister he grew up. No, with. no, no. I know, yeah. But oh, yeah. Just tell that you sort of you knew a lot about her, which was. Too- oh yeah, 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 yeah. So she came over to Ireland as well. But the oh, two of them, right. they're like, they're born like a, a year and a half apart or something. But they're like they're like twins Irish the way they twins. go on. They're like yeah, yeah. They're like super close, and they're both. She's just amazing. Like she's a really good comedian as well. Oh, cool. So, so, all right well remember everybody subscribe to the patreon if you want to watch the video and also lately the patreon's been going up first actually. yeah yeah it's early access early and i've been putting access. up more stuff as well yeah, early someone access. requested a someone requested a boris f so i did but that we talked about boris a lot yeah but we didn't say the actual i, I remember at the time i didn't want to like talk about the actual story so i just did did how we met and like the more private oh, stuff good for you. Uh, there's a lot of stuff i hadn't mentioned just because i didn't want it I didn't want him to have a reason to come and murder me yeah. and because I was just processing everything yes. that happened because you know when you're like high on love and then afterwards you start to be like realize all the red flags so Great. I just did a part one I still have to do a part two okay, but cool. even watching it back I was like Jesus Christ well next week next week you can give us a blurry update I know. Oh gosh, that's there's so much to update. Okay, great, great. Well, hold, hold, hold your fire, Katie. Okay, hold. we've got a great, we've got so much already. Let's <laughs> give us something yeah. to talk about next week. So, all right, well, we'll be back next next week, Monday night into Tuesday morning. I'm at Des Bishop, Katie at, at Katie World Comic. The Patreon is the Patreon, the Shift Podcast. Patreon.com. I forgot the name of Patreon, our podcast Patreon, for a second. Patreon.com forward slash the shift podcast. And uh, yeah, don't forget reviews on iTunes and uh, five stars and then Spotify. Let, let everyone listen to us on Spotify, which may or may not be the future of podcasting. Um, and yeah, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Great. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Bye, Katie.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 